welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast, season three. The reason why we say season three is because we record these in all kinds of funny orders. We don't know when we're going to put them out, so this might be the first one. Probably not the first one. Anyway, we are a video games podcast. We talk about the video games that we like, that we love. We talk about the video games that we sometimes download and never play. And sometimes we talk about <laughs> video games that we don't even touch. Um, my name is Farley, a.k.a. Kanzi11. And I'd love to introduce the Minin to my Plus or the, my, the X-Wing to my TIE Fighter, the Medal of Honor to my Call of Duty, uh, Richie Rich Cunningham. Hi, I'm Richie. <laughs> you can find our stuff at the website www.thatguys.co.uk going back hundreds of years this week we are doing part two of our music special but before that we've got a little gimmick oh yes our little gimmick is for season three we would like to throw a quote at each other and have the other person guess what the quote is and this week i'm going to throw a quote at farley you ready for this are you braced are you in the brace position I am macho braced. Macho braced. <laughs> okay, my quote is, I want to take you for a ride. I want to take you for a ride. I want to take you for a ride. Okay, my initial thoughts are some kind of driving game, for obvious reasons. <laughs> no. No. Then nope. my next guess would be something sporty like snowboarding game nope uh is it a, a no i'm in guest land is it a real-time strategy game it is not <laughs> um, i'm not going to give you any clues this is one is, is very obvious who? yes is it a woman who says it yep let me take you for a ride let me take you for want to go for a ride is it devil may cry no i want to take you for a ride is it kirby's air ride <laughs> no it's not <sighs> is it mario kart double dash no i want to um... take you for a ride <laughs> If I okay, right, one hint, um it's actually lyrics. Lyrics? Is it yeah Guitar Hero? No. Three. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do Guitar that. Guitar Hero the Beatles. Version. No. No, there's none of the those kind of lyrics. It's not part of one of the plastic guitar. Um I wanna take you for a ride. No. Coming up blank. Okay. It is the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 select screen where uh, it just has that woman constantly singing, I want to take you for a ride. Zero, zero um, memorial resonance for me. Okay, fair enough. It was, um, it just went on and on and over and over. Um, so it became quite ingrained if you played Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which you did. Yeah, I did, but I didn't spend a huge amount. The, the game with annoying menu music that I remember was, I think, like, 
one of the first FIFAs to have licensed tracks. <laughs> yeah. And it was just new metal. I remember being, was it new metal? I think like a weird. Like, I date it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tony Hawk's as well, I guess. Yeah. Tony Hawk's and yeah, yeah. Like the flat outs and stuff like that. They have uh, good soundtracks, but they just basically play the same. Yeah. Eighteen the first tracks over and over. Two yeah. <laughs> bars on the menu screen every time you change between them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was an appropriate quote because we are doing part two of our music episode. Yes, uh, that's why planned. I did it. Lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, originally planned as a one-parter, but then we rambled on. But before we go there, before we kick off officially, um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are around the corner. And you're getting it, I'm getting it. Hopefully you're getting, getting Violet. I'm getting Scarlet. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, do you have, there's very few games which I'm excited for to get on launch day, particularly in the day of like wait three weeks and it will drop to five yeah, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have, do you have like a ritual when you, when there's a game that comes out that you're kind of excited about? Do you clear your schedule? Do you get naked? Do you anoint yourself with sherbet or something i mean all of the above of course right. <laughs> specifically when a new game comes out <laughs> yeah. but like now nah, um when a, a new game comes out like I, it tends to be um there's a lot of an inner turmoil for me um uh-huh. so there is like oh do i want to spend the increasingly more expensive amount so like games at 70 quid nowadays do i want to spend this money on launch day when it, exactly as you said a few weeks later it, it will be reduced in price yeah. um and perhaps even more so or you'll find out there's a gold edition with everything else included for less price as well and all that yeah sort of stuff. that's one of the good things about uh, so what... doing a lot of my gaming on the switch is you'll get you know just as the flat thing for cheaper than what it came out you'll get the entire thing and all the dlcs for you know a standard price which is good yeah uh but what tends to usually happen is at a moment of weakness um like i don't know on a friday night after a few too many proseccos or something like that i'll be on steam and i'll be like ah you know what this has just come out i want it i'm gonna get it and then then i'll end up buying it I swear, like that—that that is the reason prosecco is such a cheap drink because it makes people impulse buy and, and, really? and pumps stuff back into the economy. That's why we have a prosecco think, tax. Do you think the uh, <laughs> all the online retailers have clubbed together to yeah, yeah, fund just to make yeah, 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 exactly, make it cheaper, make uh, idiots in the UK buy it and uh, then spend all their money on Amazon. Or Steam. But then, <laughs> and then... But then sometimes you just don't play games, right? <laughs> yes, that is also a very true factor. The the hard-cold reality, a sobering reality on a Saturday morning when I've spent yeah. 50 quid on uh, whatever new release and you think, you know what? I don't really have 120 hours to get through this game. <laughs> But that being said, um, I know for a pretty much 
solid fact i will be playing the new pokemon game to its fullest and in its entirety so it's definitely one of those ones that i have been happy to pre-order rather than one of the weird impulse buys um that i do elsewhere yeah and i think in this case obviously we we huge fans of the series but um it's good to get ahead of the spoilers because you know for many years we were used to getting these games years after they came out so you know it was just inevitable that you kind of knew what was going on um but one of the things with modern games these days what did I, I bought something on the playstation the other day an old game and i was like yeah i've got an afternoon free and and just the heartbreaking bit of then watching downloading bars for like four yeah. hours because then it downloads then installs then it's like oh we've got all these patches you need (laughs) this is what game was it incidentally it was um star wars battlefront 2 oh okay okay yeah yeah i watched andor have you watched andor no i i don't know like i haven't watched any of those star wars series like the the baby yoda one and things like that yeah well anyway i rate andor i really liked it and it um it just fully drew me back into a big star wars hole (laughs) i I was very excited by it initially but for the wrong reason because i i saw uh there was like a a woman general walking and i thought is that sarah michelle gellar is buffy gonna be doing star wars i thought that's amazing and it turns out it's not her she's someone who looks very very much like her she looks nothing like her we totally like her. Anyway, so yeah, I fell into a big Star Wars hole and, and started reading Extended Universe again. And I thought, do you know what? I used to like Battlefront back in the day. Anyway, that's uh, for another... Did you manage to actually play it? I did. But um, <laughs> like all the... <laughs> I gave up on that day and it was like, well, you know, whatever. Saturday when it's finally all downloaded. Um, But my mini review, because EA now has the Star Wars license... You, you mentioned it when you were talking about the Evil Dead game being like this is the tacked on multiplayer but you don't get the single player anymore both this and Star Wars Squadrons are that it feels like if you're not playing them online of course you have to have your EA account and you have to be signed up to PlayStation Plus you're, yeah. you're getting half of it, right? everything's like loot boxes and all your unlock half more than half of your unlockables are doing in multiplayer. All your trophies are do this in multiplayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, I, I, nah, yeah, it's I not know. worth it. Also, I don't even know if anyone's playing it still. That's like quite old. Yeah, but you know, I it got my it, I got the hit of being a snow trooper. That familiar bla- uh, blaster sound, Jedi's uh, quite a good single player as well. There we go. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that note, um, and talking about, uh, just to tie that up, the Evil Dead game is going to be yeah. free on uh, the Epic Games oh, Store next week. It. So Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> there we go. You should always wait unless you want yeah, unless you want to you know, be playing on launch day. My uh, launch day ritual, thanks for asking, is... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I don't <laughs> care. Let's skip it. Skip it. Don't okay, care. Fine. <laughs> oh. fine. Where's your sherbet covered um, enthusiasm? Come yeah. on. No, that's right. <laughs> oh, dude. No, I like to, I do like to clear the decks and I like to make sure nobody else is in the house and there's no interruptions and the phone goes off 
and then um, I think I said this before. You know, I like to load up the game, let the you know the full title screen, whatever animation, yeah, yeah, movie, watch the out. whole intro, yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, course, yeah. um, yeah, and then uh, play it so much that I then don't want to play it for a bit, but feel like you know I've kind of well, we have talked about it many times, you know, when you feel like you can see behind the game. I like to get to that point and like yeah yeah once you get to the point where you can understand the mechanics yeah because yeah. everything will be uh yeah 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 cool and particularly with pokemon games when at this point it launches this week in our timeline avid readers will be able to reconstruct the timeline <laughs> we recorded these definitely oh, yeah, now, now they know when the epic game store yeah. evil dead is gonna be free <laughs> as well <clears throat> everyone's speculating about everything and uh you yeah. know it's that kind of annoying speculation like well, what about this? What about this? They couldn't possibly do this. And then, you know, the game comes out and if it's a competent developer, it's like, oh yeah, that's how they did that. You know, all this stuff we were worrying about and speculating about is nonsense or yeah. it's solved or, yeah. I mean, are you like completely ignoring Twitter or like social yeah, media I've, blackout? I've had to employ all the filters and just avoid some websites. And yeah. Yeah. And gonna go I occasionally, and... just because my Facebook feed is what it is, yeah. Um, you left Facebook a long time ago, but the algorithms are so good that it's just like we know you like Pokemon, <laughs> and yeah. there is now a like an IGN Pokemon news article will come up, and you're like, oh my god, go away. Or worse, these days because the algorithm is out of control, just like here's somebody uh, illegally Twitch streaming the uh, you know yeah the yeah emulator exactly, and without even you know you hover your mouse over and watching them play a shitty version of the game yeah so yeah try hey. and go in as cold as possible anyway <clears throat> pokemon yay great music episodes da, da, da. so last time i did two and you did one so i believe sir it's your time to start yes it is my time to start it's your time it's my time to shine <laughs> <laughs> right so um what did you do last time? What were the songs that you chose? Let's do a quick recap. Oh, now you're putting me on the <laughs> You did Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake, and you did that one track, uh, which you uh, made us yes. all listen to the original version, yeah. the v- remix, remaster version, and then a remix of that version again. Yes, the war song. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I gave you the opening to Soul Blade, which was the um, Edge of Soul. Um, good shout. Good fun. And then you did, I believe it was a Kirby track, something about a lava world. Yeah, lava landing. Well done. Christ, lava good landing. Good memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that very, like, plinky, plinky. Just this really, really yeah, nice song. piano just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, piano that's hidden in this level in Kirby's epic yarn. Cool. So, I'm going to talk about one of my favourite games and the soundtrack Mm -hmm. that's in that one. Great. And it's uh, a game... (laughs) It's a great game. It's a fantastic game. You love this game, Farley. Mm. It's Project Cross Zone. Oh, no. (laughs) And the reason I want to talk about it and the reason I, I really want to just 
put this in your ear holes yeah. is purely because um, when listening to the soundtrack, it just reminds me so much of like the soundtracks that you like because it's remixes and remasters of other songs. So if you remember, the cast list in Project Crosszone is massive. Just- just quickly for our readers, uh, Project Crosszone in a sentence. A gacha. There's nothing to do with gacha. <laughs> so just shut up. Uh, it is a 2D battler visual novel. Great. Featuring? Featuring everyone from pretty much every franchise um it includes all of the capcom characters includes uh, valkyra chronicles characters it's got um sega characters including mr sagato um it's even got dante um and uh, many other other franchises namco ones uh tales of Asperia people are in there as well it's is, just is pac-man in it Pac-Man I do you know what I'm not going to say no I think there's a very good chance Pac-Man is in there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes um, so the soundtrack is uh, full of songs that you will recognise and enjoy such as He's in Co's theme tune from Darkstalkers <laughs> And also such tracks as Valkyria Chronicles. Or indeed, we've got Ryu's theme. Even just taken. But yeah, alongside uh, all of those tracks, which are fun and are familiar, and you can see what I mean by it being quite similar to like Smash Brothers soundtracks, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, which kind of throws out when you, when you have discussions about you know which game has the greatest soundtrack. Is that what hands down it's games like 
Smash Brothers and Cross They have, yeah, they have every yeah. single soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have the best yeah. of everything. Yeah. And what I liked about those is uh, they sound like, uh, like bassy MIDI yeah, remix so versions of them. This is what's actually going to bring me on to the song that I want you to listen to as well, because uh, along with all of that, uh, there is actually um, unique characters in the game as well, and there's also unique music as well. Um, so, like, they all kind of mix together with this weird sort of mishmash of techno sounds and sort of guitars. So, like, as much as those were the themes, it, it does still mesh together in the Project Crossstone uh, style, which is, I, I don't understand how whoever did that did it, but they've done it quite well. But yeah. Without further ado, I want to take you take you on a ride. No, no, I want to. <laughs> I want to take you. No, no, um, I want to give you a listen to Wanderer's Road, which is an individual track from Project Cross Zone. I believe it's the first one. Um, and yeah, uh, enjoy. Tell me what you think.
And yeah, so that is uh, Wonders Road. That is the theme of two of the characters, Kogoro and me. Um, and yeah, they're two individual characters. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, what do you think? It's. Are you sure it is an original song? Um, it's the theme tune for the two main characters. Okay, it sounds unique, so familiar, like bits, bits of it, like the hooks and the the. Yeah. I, I'm, either it's like so well crafted uh, that it obviously fits next to the pantheon of Street Fighter tracks and blah blah. Yeah. Or <laughs> probably. Yeah, you know, some kind of magic's been crafted to. Okay, like what are the elements that join up all these mostly nineties games where he had the memorable track. It's, yeah. It sounds... I could have sworn to you I've heard that song and I never... You know I've never played that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a, he's And a I kid. would have actively avoided anything to, to do with it so it's not <laughs> like it's ended up in my music collection listening to it. But yeah, I dig it. But yeah, it's, it sounds so familiar. And if you'd played it, I would have guessed maybe Mega Man, maybe Street Fighter, maybe... Like when it plays, I can see like a side scrolling, you know, something like Contra or. Well, um, <laughs> whilst you were talking, I actually was just like, does does anybody have it else have this uh, yeah. have opinion? Apparently, it reminds some people of the Double Dragon theme tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that uh, that yeah. energy to it. Yeah, but um, I just really enjoyed it, and like, the thing was, I didn't even realize because there's quite a few franchises in. Project Cross on that I have no idea about. Yeah, yeah. There, there's um, uh, there's the one where everybody's in a virtual reality. I can't remember its name, but yeah, like there's quite a few, um, God Eater and stuff like that. I don't know these people. I don't know these enemies, but like playing Project Cross Zone, it was like I, I'm, I'm glad that they were in it because they, they added a bit more flavor to it and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I did know, not know that these were individual people, and again, the like music unique, just fits in. Yeah, unique, unique sort of characters unique, yeah. made up for the, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, I mean, it makes sense because the visual novel part is, of course, how much they, they work as a duo and stuff like that, um, But and everyone else is kind of background characters, but so much fun just to have, like, Leon, Chris, and Jill you know, all working together in a little, <laughs> you know, and then occasionally you get an assist from Dante. You know, that is, that's, that's like, <laughs> that is the dream. It's such yeah. a, a good, fun um, playthrough. I, I really hope that there will be a, another one in the franchise because, do you know, you could have really tripped me up when you were talking about the third, uh, thirds in this one because technically Project Cross Zone 2 <laughs> Yeah. Is the third <laughs> in that series. Um, so, what's the, or how does the series go? Uh, I think it's like uh, Namco X Capcom, then right. it's uh, Project Cross Zone, then it's Project Cross Zone 2. And Namco okay. X Capcom was only on the PlayStation, I think. Oh, wow. All right. And then it moved to the DS. Uh, but yeah, like. I mean, I've told you this before. It's like, as a, an immersive world where all of these characters come in, I was very, very happy with it. And the battle element kept me engaged as well. So it is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Two, two things to come back on that. One of which is, I think, 
<clears throat> we said before, probably on the podcast, um, you were saying that it kind of does what um, Marvel vs. Capcom doesn't do, which is, you know, I want to see Leon talk to Dante, talk to... Yeah. I don't know. Ooh la la. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what would they say to each other? Whereas with Marvel and First Capcom, it's like, here's a nice intro FMV, but basically it's just, hey, hey, I'm here to punch this guy. Hey, I'm here as well. Punch this guy. Yeah. And, and, and occasionally, yeah. you know, Deadpool will say a thing, and that is that, you know, that, yeah. but there is no character engagement at all. And, and there is, there's fun nods, and there is, like, nemesis turning up and just saying stars Brilliant. and then eventually going we're not stars anymore you you don't need to chase us and then he goes bsaa <laughs> <laughs> um and the other thing i was gonna say is how does how with a obviously a crazy um, soundtrack like this how does that play with the game is it hey we're on this stage now and it's ryu's stage or is it like background music no, um, talking or so it's them talking uh, the vi- so there are stages which are based on sort of character levels so there is very much a a, a god eater um, level there's also some other games um, which have these different levels and so they have the overworld themes um, mm-hmm. but when there's uh, visual novels uh, when they're actually talking to each other and it's so much fun because like like you say, like you said, in fact, when Ulala just turns up, suddenly her theme <laughs> tune starts playing, you know, and it just merges in. So you have Space Channel Five going on in the background, and then it'll cut back to like a, a somber um, Resident Evil track going on, and you're just like, "Wow, this <clears> is crazy!" Uh, but yeah, like it, it was just engaging and fun, and I think the music had a lot to do with that as well. Is um. I think I've asked this before. Is are the monkey ball guys in it? No, they are not. Oh boo. <laughs> well not that I know of. Actually, I mean they're maybe... Se- they're Sega, right? They're Sega. Yeah. Uh I it has been nearly what, four or five years since I played Project Cross Zone. Um so I can't remember the full character list. Um <laughs> But yeah, is the guy from Shenmue in it? Yes, he is. Does he drive a forklift? Uh, he does actually have. Uh, he got <laughs> several things. I think he chucks like shoes at people and things like that as well. <laughs> but yeah, you've got like um, Streets of Rage. You got Axel Stone. You got yeah. Phoenix Wright is one of the characters as well. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so like, there's so many characters. Um, you've got. Um, Soul Calibur characters in there as well mm-hmm. because Namco of course yeah Sakura Wars was one of the ones as well they, they, that's a big um, franchise obviously but it never really came over to the UK in the same no, sort I of level no only know it from the tiny woman with the massive gun from Tatsunoko versus Capcom who I, who yeah. I mained when I played that and, and yeah I was like oh, yeah. what game is she from <laughs> oh I've got no chance of ever playing the actual game because never translated or... <laughs> but yeah of course um they well they're in that and there's a lot of um sakura wars uh, set levels so you're kind of missing a few things um but there's also like there's really cool engaging things that can happen as well like um so cosmos 
and Fiora, who are the two sort of robots from Xenosaga. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you know them? No, no, I don't know any of the Zeno series. Uh, oh, so oh, Xenosaga. Wait. You must know Cosmo. She was yeah. Is is Xenoblade part of the Zeno Gears? Yes. Okay. Well, I yeah. know Xenoblade. I loved it. Loved it. Oh, but yeah, okay. Um, and because they're both androids, you can pair them up with um, oh, Alisa. Uh, um, I think is it Alisa. Uh, from Tekken. They're alive. Oh no 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 Tekken. She's the she's the android that takes her head off and it explodes all the time. Oh yeah yeah. And it's just because you're waiting for that thing to happen, you know, where they can eventually sort of talk to each other. And it's just yeah. the banter's hilarious, you know, because you've matched those two together. You will then get a dialogue from them at the end of the fight and stuff like that. So it's just stuff like that is those little nods just make you smile uh, and that's why I like that series a lot but anyway yeah. good soundtrack yeah uh, and that's it for me um, we'll go over to you and your track uh, which is yes thank you so in our initial task we set each other for going for three tracks I found it really really hard because you know it was like I want every track to represent something or a series that I like or and so I think I think I've talked about this in the last episode I did make like a playlist of I think this is how much you have influenced me in my life. I, think I called it video game belters which is very <laughs> richy playlist name um and then filtered out you know just listen to it listen to it, listen to it, filtered out like nah 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 until I got it down to like a pool of 10. Um, and then I really, really struggled to decide the third one, uh, even though I completely forgot my first two that we only recorded a couple of weeks ago. And this one comes from a little game called Pokken Tournament and Pokken Tournament DX, <laughs> uh, which is the, you know, sort of, oh, both of these are, I wonder what your third choice is. Both of these are something cross something, right? So this is, Sort of is not really Pokemon Cross Tekken, but it's Pokemon in a Tekken-ish engine, I guess. Pokemon Tournament, um, <laughs> developed by Namco, and uh, for what it is, um, this year was the last time it got played at the, the World Championships. So there's a, a really nice video they put out about you know, here's all the golden times we had playing Pokemon, because uh, people were taking the piss out of it a little bit because compared to the card game and the video game, you know, it's just like a handful of people. But they were still squeezing out, you know, new tech and, and characters which were thought to be low tier. People were doing amazing stuff. It's just, just like that really, really juicy stuff when it comes to fighting games about these metas which get a chance to evolve over years and years and years since this first came out on the Wii U. So it could just could have just been like, a, yeah, much for muchness. Um, but uh, amazingly, and you know, I think perhaps this is partly Namco's doing. Had some really, really good, better than they, better than they had a right to be tracked. Um, so there's one in the, there's like a haunted house level. So in the back you've got Gengar and whatever popping out, um, which is really good. That that's like a, a go-to you know video game Halloween track. Um, <laughs> when I create that playlist, 
Um, there's a really good one. Uh, there's a, a level called Neil City, and you have a day version and a night version. The day version is such a good track, and the night version is like a, a bit more of a uh, like mellow evening -y version of it. But the standout track for me uh, is uh, this one, which I guess we'll listen to and then I'll talk about afterwards.
So <laughs> stop going. Yeah. It's it's well, like I say, it's way better than it deserves to be or needs to be, to be honest. Um, and I remember playing it. Uh, the Magic Art Festival is uh, you know all these. It's a fighting game, so all these uh, songs are related to stage. And you're playing on a. I think you're playing on like a boat and it is a magic art festival so as you're fighting in the background there's um various fishermen who are hooking in magic carp and they're kind of sliding across <laughs> the deck of this boat and you've got these big banners with magic carp all over it and um yeah i remember playing it and you know because in a fighting game there's a lot going on you've got the sfx etc it's like hang on, hang, on, hang on what's this track and then jumping online <laughs> and just finding there's this thing like cult following um and everyone kind of saying you know along the same lines like why is it this Fat track. It's <laughs> 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 a pocket yeah. ornament. You know, on Magic Carp, it was just kind of the joke, poke, weak Pokemon level. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, it's just it's everything great. We've got the, got like the, um, you know, the traditional Japanese instruments in the beginning. You've got like the yeah, typo yeah. drums and the shamazen. Uh, and then this like... And <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this techno beat that comes in, and then like, and it, yeah, down. it rises and then it rises again, yeah. which is yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just yeah, it's going. <laughs> um, so, so I love this track, and I thought it'd be remiss, you know, if if, if um again selfishly, if if only you listen to it, um, which is probably likely given to the listenership, <laughs> but also you know if anyone readership, else readership readership come readership, on readership, if anyone else can uh, discover this track. Um, yeah, it's a really good um, walking around track as well. You know, when you can't be bothered, you can't decide what you want to listen to. You just listen to this, and then you're like, you're striding to that beep beep beep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. But yeah, like totally unnecessary. Like exactly what you're saying. It's just like there is no need for a track to be that good and that polished and that dance hall pumping yeah. <laughs> for this but, but yeah that is amazing you know can you imagine them writing I, I, sadly i don't know who who wrote and composed this but saying in it oh yeah we need like 10 tracks one's a haunted house one's like a stone temple one's like a fishing <laughs> tournament <laughs> <laughs> and then they get this uh, track back fishing like, tournament what? i know exactly what you want yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah <laughs> fishing tournament yeah it's like you know, it's magic art that really shit pokemon okay yeah, yeah i've got it i've got it we want like Traditional Japanese, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> traditional Japanese instruments. Yeah, yeah, okay, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I'm all over it. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, two weeks later, that or however long it takes, that comes back. Um, yeah. Uh, wow. That was track. yeah. That is special. There we go. Yeah. And who you know, Pokemon has some good music. Namco obviously has some great music, but um, when they come together, uh, yeah, that's that's my kind of my standout track. And uh, glad I've now shared it with uh, you. Yeah, that that was amazing. I'm very happy that you. Anyway, yeah, enough jerking each other <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, finish off our music two-part special with your next okay, our, and our last track. Our last track. Um, I'm sure. Actually, I'm gonna let you guess what what music track would be my final choice to sort of put on here, given that I've had Soul Blade, Project Cross Zone. There's another video game that I love the soundtrack to. What is it? It's so difficult because famously, uh, as per last episode, you don't listen to the music (laughs) in video games. (laughs) So, um, I mean, and both of those uh, they're kind of fighting games, but 
I mean, I've got a good chance given your exposure. Is, is it a wow track? No, no, it's not. Okay. I very much dislike all of the music in WoW, um, wow. and that is hey. yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, um, like there's ambience uh, and it loops and the music loops and much of this me of a lot of my guildies it's just like I bugs me um I, there is like people who like listen to these ambience tracks all day and think oh wow it's like being in the howling fjord mm-hmm. well I guess it's because I never listen to it that I don't get <laughs> transported there but uh, yeah the, like the music used to bug me it used to actually put me off playing the game so I I've always played WoW without music, so yeah, yeah it doesn't it goes in that pile. <laughs> as an outsider, as well, it doesn't strike. Yeah, there's not it's not bled into the wider uh, video game music space. And like, oh yeah, here's this classic track in a way that you know the there's, Halo theme yeah. did. Uh, yeah, in the there's the, the entrance into Stormwind. Whenever you would go into Stormwind, you get this chorus, and it, like you've got these seven or eight statues looking at you over this bridge and it is epic when you do that but when you're literally playing the game and you have to oh no i have to go back to stormwind to go and get (laughs) this bottle of wine so that i can take it to this other guy it loses its majesty an awful lot you know (laughs) and especially as someone who's played it from vanilla in 2004 you know yeah yeah it's lost a bit on me not, not well. Is it a, is it a fighting game? No. Mm. Is it Devil May Cry? No. No, I do like the music from Devil May Cry, but it's good I, music. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's necessary for the game. I don't think I, I particularly care to listen to it outside of Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> there's two. There's two tracks which I do listen to, but not not the rest. Um, <laughs> Fallout, Skyrim. Mm. No, neither of those tracks follow. That's uh, that would be a real left fielder, some kind of <laughs> uh, <laughs> sort just, of like those retro fifties. Just, uh, <laughs> I just want to set the world on fire. Yeah, yeah, that's the potential that is just a really catchy song that plays in the ball at the beginning of the game. I I have not thought about that to be honest. I, I haven't even thought about the Fallout soundtrack. Um. Yeah, th- that wouldn't have been a bad shape, but no, is no, it, it's not that one. Is it Pro Evolution Soccer Four? No, like we're, we're right. I'm, you're 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 just completely out of it. Yeah, we're gonna go and have a listen, and okay. then you can tell me what game it's from. Okay.
the best. <laughs> yes, um, and we were listening to the Commodore 64 version because really? in my head, yeah. So I was yeah. going to say that was going to be one of my talking points as I was listening to it. Was there must be about 12 different versions of this? Yes, and I never would have guessed that's the Commodore version. That sounds quite good. Yeah, so um, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast. It's like there's actually there's a YouTube video I was watching where the guys on this. Uh, we're reviewing the different Shadow of the Beast soundtracks from oh each God, of yeah. the different Send games. Send me that link. <laughs> but basically, um, they ended up sort of saying that the Commodore 64 one comes out on top because of the, the weird SID chip that it had, which was really uh-huh. good for creating music. And I, I am doing air quotes <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, it was able to pump out much better tracks and with better bass and things like that than like the Mega Drive version and it's so so weird because like when you listen to them sort of side by side you're just kind of like wow that is like a flaccid version of what the Commodore 64 well, was it... pumping out <laughs> you know <laughs> well this is this is a why I was, I was surprised about it but also um, one of the things that really fascinates me about video game music because uh, I remember um this particular tracks from the Dizzy Games, which I was obsessed with. Yeah. Tiny, tiny bits. Of, we've used some in, in the podcast. Um, and I'd spend ages before, you know, we had all these digital preservation guys throwing everything up on YouTube and all these sites. I spent ages trying to find this specific version. It was only on this particular soundtrack um, or this particular version of it. And that whole thing's fascinating to me. It's like, okay, here's the bass track. And now we need you to create a version of this on you know completely different hardware and software and it works unless they gave something different but um yeah yeah it's just a, such a i don't know you don't really get that with other forms of music you know the same track but in i think it is also of its time like when you're talking about the 8-bit and the 16-bit systems of that sort of generation they they were they had specific music chips they didn't have like just sound creation or the ability to play a live music track or something like that so they were creating these digital versions of these tunes and like massively different on each one and it it wasn't like a composer that was doing it it was like you were coding some of that music really brutal and then there's great creativity within constraints as we heard from this track but also you know some other of those, you know, amazing recognizable bits of earlier video games was because of like, yeah, we had, you know, two kilobytes left <laughs> and I had to yeah. fit the entire soundtrack on and, uh, <laughs> you know, I only had three notes to which to use and that's how we ended up with whatever the Final Fantasy crew did. But um, that's a great track for yeah. a game. <laughs> so we, we played it the other day when we had a rare in-person meetup. <laughs> It's still yeah. just fucking hard. It's it's just the so game br- is ridiculously <laughs> it's hard. So brutal. You just you have to learn exactly where the giant hand, which just you know comes out so fast. Yeah, I, or the the run of three giant hands. Um, yeah, that I'm yeah. still convinced can insta give you. Like they yeah. can just uh, like grab you and pull you under but, and pull you down if you're if you're within those yeah those pixels, yeah. but. From the title screen of Shadow of the Beast, the box art, famously, um, the is it parallax? The parallax backgrounds? Parallax scrolling. Um, yeah, that parallax was, scrolling. That was that was uh, that was a 
that was one of the first things that the Commodore 64 did was this sort of one background moves slightly slower than the other thing um, it, and yeah yeah it's it's this build with it's just so evocative and yet I've you know I've seen like the first seven screens of that game. yeah <laughs> It is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, evocative is, is exactly that. Every every single thing in that hits a note, which yeah. makes you feel like you know the whole story behind this. Yeah, uh, you know, but you don't. You know nothing. I mean, nah. th- there could be a wizard pop up at the end of one of those corridors, and we, we you know, like, and he joins you, but you don't know. <laughs> Like yeah, well, you'll never say, get. <laughs> I was gonna say like, oh, did you get the crossbow? I'm. I'm you, maybe there is a weapon system. I don't know. I, I only got as far as <laughs> punching, running about, and kicking. And I found out there was a kick button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know, a flying eyeball just wiped me out. Yeah, flying across oh, the screen. Yeah, a hundred miles an hour. And then another three straight after it. <laughs> yeah, and if you turn left and then run right, they all respawn instantly. Exactly that oh. that sort of stuff. So or you know, I might watch a long play of it just to see what happens in that game. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's just the other pieces of the soundtrack. I think there's um, six or seven tracks, all in all, um, which we sometimes play as the background music for our um, podcasts. Um, readers. And um, but yeah, they're they're all great, uh, and including our intro, which is rather blatantly ripped from um, <laughs> the one of the tracks. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I mean, I know we were talking about how yeah, the Commodore sixty four is the best version of this and all that track, but that track is amazing. Yeah, it is so so good, and, and again like, with the. You know, with the with the background with the box art, it you know, it, oh, it's just like so otherworldly. What is this world? What is this sci-fi world which has potions in it? And like, why does he have twenty-five lives? What is he? Who's the beast? What's the <laughs> no, shadow? Is he, yeah. <laughs> is he the beast? Is he the shadow? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah. That's it for our music episode. Oh, there we um, go. That's, um, that's six tracks we like. Do you reckon we'll do another one of these the next season, maybe? Yeah, because uh, just talking about some of these tracks, and of course, the inevitable, I'm going to have to listen to what Fallout tracks there were. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, I think we'll we'll revisit this. Maybe, maybe in season five or something like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. We'll see you then, readers. <laughs> That guy's a maniac. Why'd he bite me?